Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 163 of the Chain One Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chain One of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is Chance of the Games of Chance.blogspot.com. Chance, have you finished Sekiro? Sekiro is not a game to be finished. <laughs> have you conquered Sekiro? It is a game to be savored. Mm. Like like a fine wine. So you have yet to nice make it your day. bitch. Is no, what you're no, saying. no. It's no. We're 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 just dancing. It's early in the uh, evening yet. Uh, we're okay. Looking okay. deeply into each other's eyes, and the mm. drinks have not yet been consumed. The Uber has not been called. No, no. We're having a great time. We're having a great okay. time. But I'm I'm right. definitely in the end game though. Alex of DailyCrockbot.blogspot.com is also here. Alex, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. You got all your ears and fingers intact. The boy hasn't taken anything from you. No, he has not. Excellent. We're not, he's not biting at all. He's in a good spot. Hey. Mm-hmm. Nice. Me. He just turns off Netflix when he doesn't like what you're watching. Yeah, no, he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he's just fiddling with it. Are you watching some like cooking shows or something? I mean, no, was... I was watching Bojack. I thought he might like it. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's going to start like talking to you in the Bojack voice. That'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be, awesome. <laughs> that'd be totally fucking awesome. Look at his deep well of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> so... You say you, you think you're in the end game of yeah. Sekiro. Yeah. And, and is this because you've kind of looked up and know where you are? Or is it just, does it have that downhill feeling where you No, I, of- I was not, um, there was only one spoiler I read that I was disappointed to read. And I've been, I've, I, like we were talking last week about how part of the game is looking shit up on the internet. Yes. And it, while we were having that conversation last week, it occurred to me that, like, I, I do that as a matter of course. Like, I'll go and fight a boss six times. And if by, you know, the sixth time I'm not feeling that I even understand how this is possible, then I'll look and there'll, there'll be something. There'll be something that I just didn't notice. And, okay, so let's, let's continue to make progress. That's part of the way I, I've always played these games. And it doesn't detract from my satisfaction at all. So whenever something comes up about, Something that's in a spoiler tag, but I just get the sense that that might provide information I'm going to want to have later. <laughs> I'll open it, and I'm I'm. It hasn't soured me at all. There were all kinds of bosses that, even when I saw videos of some of the most mind blowing boss fights you've ever fucking seen, and moments that feel like real oh fuck you from software moments, uh, they're just spectacular. They're spectacular, and I and I didn't enjoy them any less. Um, for having them spoiled. Having to look things up like that does bother me. I can and see, I, yeah, yeah. If you need, if you if you're looking up bosses like ahead of time and spoiling it for yourself, that's that's. I'm not. I'm not looking them up ahead of time. No, I'm okay. just. I'm just okay. not. I'm not. Um, uh, there, someone will be talking about like an item and how this item is really really useful against this thing. Well, I'm going to read that and I'm going to remember it. Okay. Then, mm. You know, confetti is important against a headless. What's a headless? You don't fucking know. What's the confetti? You don't fucking know. But one day you might, you know. Um, and, and yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't very, I, I disagree that it's, that it, that it suggests that that makes this shitty game design. I completely agree or disagree because all of the information is in there, but it's also spread out that these aren't games that are meant to be played alone. And that's, that's been the case from the very first Demon Souls was that it was kind of a, it was a collective thing among everyone playing the game, which is why you had the option to write down those notes inside the game world to send to other players and you control each other with that shit. <laughs> it being the modern age, that is what it was used for most of the time, I would imagine. You could always tell there wasn't really a door if it was too close to the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and there's, um, 
and and the way that people play games, especially single player games, has dramatically evolved in the last ten fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Not for the better. Um, single player is single player. Yeah, but okay, single player games are still happening and they're still good. They are yeah, really good. good. Yeah, but I like playing it by myself. Yes, but but you. That's are, why God of War was so good. At you, least in that Spider Man was so good. Okay, but here's the thing: among the three of us, like you, even even if you don't go to Penny Arcade anymore, you're the three of us form a gaming community. We're part of a gaming community, and if Alex is stuck on a hard boss, Alex, who can you call? I can call Chance. That's right, and I can tell you what to do. I can tell you how to help out when you get to Genichiro. Give me a ring, man. <laughs> I'll be there for you. What can you tell me about Madam Butterfly? Madam Butterfly, um, ha- um, which depressing play? Ha- have you no, no? Oh, have sorry, you beaten? Sorry. Um, have you beaten the Chained Ogre? And uh, yes, have you beaten uh, the uh, Horse Dude? Yes, the Horse Dude. Okay, so the ha- can you get it down to the second phase? Yes, I can. Okay, which, see- which just just you know to be fair, the fake out first stage is really just a tutorial. Brilliant, but also. Come on. What yeah. comes after is <laughs> if, a little much. Uh, okay, man. <laughs> okay, f- first of all, uh, Madam B is the hardest boss you're going to face in Sekiro up until you get to the end of Act 1. I I had a feeling that I was supposed to put her down and come back to her. Um, yeah, most people, that's that's what a lot of people suggest. Um, I don't know that I did beat her until I beat the horse guy, or if I beat the horse guy and then I beat her. But the important thing is, uh, you know, kill many bosses, get your, your HP and your poise mm-hmm. up, and your, and then, and then go back to her when you're a little stronger, and you've got a better handle on the game. Uh, what, she's definitely a parry check. Like, you right. need to be parrying her shit. And then when phase two comes around and she summons all those things, ignore them. They, you get this whole thing about, oh, you can use snap seeds to dispel the illusion. Don't worry about that. Just run around the outside of the, um, of the, of the arena, basically. They won't be able to touch you. And then she will destroy them all and turn them all into projectiles that fly yeah. at you. Stand behind a pillar, but hold guard. Uh, they will n- do zero damage to you and do very little posture damage to you. You'll be fine. Okay. And then you can just fight her normal again. Uh, a lot of other people will suggest that um, just wailing on her, like you can just start wailing on her before she even summons them and keep her stun locked. Uh, do you have Nightjar Slash? What's that? It, that is one of That's the first combat skills. Uh, it's a, it's like an it's is like it the a, one where you press L one R one. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And the Nightjar Slash is one where you close distance, you go flying like an overhead somersault at a guy, and do an overhead slam, or do an overhead slash. Oh, yeah, that yeah. will that will stop her from jumping into the air. Also, when she does the thing where she jumps off the th- string and goes to leap yeah. on you, hit her with a shuriken. It'll stun oh, okay. her, and you can land lots of hits. Because like I'm good at avoiding her when she slams down. Like I'm get out. Well, I usually get like one hit though. Don't avoid her. Uh, okay. Hit her with the shuriken. You can get like three hits on her. And then when she gets up, keep on wailing on her. And when she tries to get away, keep on wailing on her. Because if she does a jump and you do a nightjar slash, you will slap her out of that jump. Ooh. You can totally stunlock her. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, it, it, Sekiro is a game that's kind of like a weekend project. Or like that's building me. a model. It takes a lot of energy and a little bit of research. No, th- this is the world that I live in right now, man. I fucking love it. I love it so much. <laughs> so... I have a general question about souls, like souls born, souls seki born. How we're going to mm-hmm. print, however, whatever we're going to from software games. Here, mm-hmm. we'll put it this way: if you were, because you are an incredibly skilled individual, play from the beginning to the end of one of them without dying, how long is the game really? 
Um, How much of the length is built on dying over and over? Are we talking about speed? Okay, well, jeez. Not speedrunners. Not speedrunners. I'm talking about if if you just don't die. How long is the game actually? Well, okay. First of all, uh, I would put it at at least if you never died at all, I'd probably say ten hours at least. If you're actually going to explore and check everything out. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, apart from, I'm not talking about running from point A yeah, to point yeah. B. I'm just talking about not dying. I, I'd say at least ten hours. There's a ton okay. of real estate. There's a that's ton a good. Of real that's estate. pretty good. That's actually that's more than I expected you to say. Actually, but but I want to point out again that the challenge of it is built into the game. It is important to it. It is, it is necessary <laughs> for the game to be what it is. And there was a tweet that I... And in fact, I just retweeted it, I think. So i got to go find this here. Uh, okay, find the things that I've tweeted. <clears throat> okay, so there's, Sorry there's been a that. bunch of articles lately about accessibility and the Souls games. Yes. And we had an email discussion about this uh, last week, I think. Oh, yes, and I accused you of gatekeeping. Which yes, I, ga- gatekeeping. I, which I am not sorry for. <laughs> I love no, you, but no, I'm not okay. sorry for that. It's okay. <laughs> um, Shane Bettenhausen, who is, you know, some kind of industry insider. I don't know. Actually, let's find out who this guy is. Shane Bettenhausen is from XEGM 1UP Blazing New Trails in Gaming with PlayStation. I just remembered that time over a decade ago when I suggested to FromSoft that they should consider adding an easy mode to Demon's Souls for its North American release, to which they replied, you fundamentally misunderstand our game. (laughs) Now, so in this this email conversation we were having, uh, Chamberlain suggests or asks me how it would hurt me in any way if they added an easy mode to the Souls games. Mm -hmm. None. None whatsoever. Exactly. It It would not damage my experience at all. Because you have the self-control to not use it. 100%. <clears throat> and, and, you know, the, the real game is still there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I wrote a response that you never really replied to. No, I, I... I feel like maybe you didn't reply because my response pissed you off or it felt like it was a little uh, aggressive. I, well, mm, actually, I had to get back to work. So. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But I was so fond of my response that I emailed it to myself. Because <laughs> I thought I might want to do it as a blog post, but instead of, I'm going to read that right here. Okay. So, so what what Chamberlain writes is, um, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was Cham- Chamberlain, Chamberlain. Chamberlain so. emailed me a Forbes article, and actually there was a Forbes article posted by another Forbes person like an hour later that says, "No, Sekiro does not need to be easier." But yeah, I know. Chamberlain emails me a Forbes article that says, "Sekiro Shadows dies twice needs to respect its players and add an easy mode." And I write back, yes, nothing says I respect you, like making a separate line that says for kids. They can play Kirby's Epic Yarn. It's easy and thus profoundly mm. boring. Which is pretty saucy right yes. there. That's, and, yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. many, many options available for those who need to just cruise through a game, which was a specific dig at you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> this, this game is not to be cruised. This is a game to be savored. <laughs> and Chamberlain writes back, you're gatekeeping. <clears throat> to which I reply, maybe... Or maybe this is more like the awkward reviews of Caucasian critics who are uncomfortable with the themes of Get Out. That's okay that it made you feel uncomfortable. It wasn't made for you. No value judgment. It's okay that you're white. But if Get Out was made to ensure it didn't offend anyone, it wouldn't be the film Peel intended and it would be lesser for it. I've said it before. This is the easiest game in the soul's entire modern catalog in terms of making progress and becoming more powerful. It's also just very challenging in terms of combat, but so is Devil May Cry. I'd say this is easier than Devil May Cry, to be honest, or at least it is for me. Now, would an easy mode that's separate from the core experience harm my experience of the game, which I love so very, very much? No, of course not. It's no skin off my teeth. I wouldn't mind. 
But it's not up to me, or you, or Forbes, or even Activision, who you know would rather this game be more accessible to a broader audience. Oh, thank, yeah, I'm sure they asked for it. Thank God. It's up to Miyazaki. And without asking him, I can pretty much assure you that such a move would sacrifice Miyazaki's intention with the games he makes and would betray why he makes his games this way. The challenge of it is intrinsic to its design and the experience he's curated for the player. Miyazaki isn't the chef at fucking Burger King, and he's not here to make it your way, trademark. His, <laughs> his restaurant is high up in the mountains in the very deepest depths of an ancient forest. It's accessible only for three months in the autumn when the winds are calm enough to permit a two-hour helicopter flight into the valley, and the landing pad is a 45-minute hike from the rest. Restaurant. Once they've arrived, having made the reservation two years ago, patrons will have the opportunity, nay, the privilege, of a tasting menu of the master's brilliant epicurial creations. Delicious, inventive, and satisfying to a degree that verges on the spiritual, many other chefs have tried to emulate the flavors and techniques that Miyazaki so expertly wields. The Surge, Lords of the Fallen, Neo, all failed to capture the magic of what this one guy, this one cook, can create, and you want him to hold the ahi tuna and bring you a burger? Fast food is a cheap comfort, available to all and catering to each individual. There are no substitutions at Miyazaki's, and they don't deliver. All this said... I appreciate the frustration. I myself wish I could enjoy civilization the way Alex can or a fighting game the way you can, but I just can't. This is my Civ. This is my Street Fighter. <laughs> it's so fucking good there are no words to do it justice. Should have sent a poet. Also, I don't ever mean to be down on the fact that you can't enjoy these games. I like you telling me I should man up and play Resident Evil 7 or something. I don't want to play Resident Evil 7. That's okay. It's not for me. It's for you. Mm. No clip did a video, I believe that came out today, and I don't know the gentleman's name, it's one guy who does both interviewing and, and editing for no for Noclip, and for, for the listeners, Noclip does a lot of very well done, long form interview pieces, they talk to id, they talk to Square about Final Fantasy 14? 12? 12. Don't remember. Whatever 12 was a long time ago. Yeah, <clears throat> well, I mean, was 12 the MMO? Uh, no, f uh, 14. 14, yeah, they, they talked about basically how 14 tanked and they fixed it. Anyway, Noclip does good stuff. And so the guy behind Noclip said, because of all of this, this hubbub and argument that comes up every time a From Software game comes out, the same thing happened when Bloodborne came out, he felt compelled to put out a video. And he said that this argument actually is divided into three individual arguments that kind of should interact but don't because we speak in tweets now. On one side, you've got that an artist should be allowed to create his vision and that he should not be forced to compromise his or her vision. And that works for an entire studio as well. And on the other side, you've got accessibility, that there are some people who have, unlike me, actual accessibility issues. You know, handicaps, physical disablements, things like that. And in the middle, there are people like me who just go, fuck you, this game is too hard. And his reaction was is that you can't talk about one of these three arguments without talking about any of the other ones. However, it was very telling that he could not talk about the middle section, people like me who said, I would like to play your game, just not be frustrated by it, without humble bragging that he plays F1 games with no assists. So in the, in, in the process of talking about how, you know, maybe just saying get good isn't the answer, he was talking about how he got good at a different game. So... It it appears that regardless of your side of the argument, you cannot come to this without like a chip on your shoulder, one way or the other. Okay. Well, it, it seems to like pull at this heartstrings of of anybody who's been playing video games for a long time. 
I, I, I feel like I have compassion for anyone who, um, for, for ha- who has a disability and, and can't enjoy a game. Yes, actual accessibility options is, is I'm sorry, accessibility issues is a completely different issue because that affects all genres. Mm-hmm. All games. And the solution for that is, first of all, that person trying their ass off to do it. Like, there are pro fucking Counter-Strike guys who play with their feet. And like, I've oh, yeah. seen a guy play New Vegas with his chin. That's right. Yeah. And you can't tell me that shit's easy, but they, they try it. It's, and, but the thing is, I guarantee you, if you put the amount of effort into Sekiro as they put into playing any fucking video game on the planet, <laughs> you would, you would beat the shit out of Sekiro. I guarantee there's a, it. There's a gentleman named Broly Legs. Um, I'm not sure what his disability is, but he's, he's both has dwarfism and his limbs are underdeveloped. That plays Street Fighter with his face. Yeah. And he is fucking awesome. He yeah. like coaches people. It's ridiculous. I've seen him play. It's crazy. So but you, that's a separate issue. He keeps his issue. eyes on the screen and mash control yes. with his face. Yes. It's amazing. He plays Chun-Li, a character that requires piano inputs. He does it with his chin. Wow. I, it's it's amazing. The man is amazing. Is it like but opening and closing his mouth or something? It's like it's in his mouth and he's hitting buttons with his cheek. It's just okay. crazy. It's insane. Um, but I will freely admit that that is a separate issue than me being basically lazy and wanting to experience this game without having to put the work in. Okay, Different but, issue. But part of experiencing the game is is mastering the combat system. This combat system is amazing. I love it so fucking much. I love it. And part of, part of getting that experience is mastering it. Now, if you don't care about how much fun the game can be, and part and parcel with the game's fun factor is its challenge. It is. That's how it works. I suppose I could just watch a Let's Play. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is if you want to experience this game but don't want to be challenged by it in any way, they have videos. <laughs> you're, you're, what you're asking is to see Bloodborne but not play it. But the problem is, for me... The, the act of progress, even if I know I can't lose, the act of playing the act of playing a game that I know I can't lose is still enjoyable. You can't you can't lose it watching the video though. All you can do. I know, but I'm not controlling anything anymore. It, it's it's the illusion of 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 agency. My I am excited. I I am interested in progress in the game moving forward. Whether or not I necessarily have to work for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my issue. It's yeah, because this is, this it's, it's because how I it's because I play games to finish a game to play the next game. Whereas you two, the way Alex plays Civ or the way you play this, you are playing this game to live this game. Yeah, to play this at game at least for for now. Yeah, until um, it's time to play Overwatch again. There was uh, <laughs> there was a post on the Penny Arcade forums today that I really liked. <clears throat> um, one is from a player named Honk who writes. Post Sunken Valley and Depth spoilers. If I'm now in a world where common mob enemies are purple ninjas, I might not have fun anymore. I came to the not hat wearing guy after the moat went through nine gourds and still died. I would like to know if a kick is considered a thrust or no. I've been staying way out from the kicks because I figured it counters a grab. Nothing you can counter. Five minutes later, the next post in the thread is Honk writing, Okay, two rounds and I took no hits. Okay then. And I write back, From Soft. A play in two acts. <laughs> That's the experience of this game. Is fuck this. This is fucking impossible. Yeah. Oh my god! I just did the impossible. 
And like when you get really good at getting over those fences, you start parkouring and it's great. Yeah, and and you can't get the experience of overcoming the impossible unless you first get the impression that this is fucking impossible. You can't have one without the other. And that's what the game delivers. And it can't deliver that if it was easier. Otherwise, it would be, yeah, I did that. Of course I did. It was easier. I I am Ralph standing at the top of the tower in the first record, Ralph, being told by a CGI military guy that I'm super impressive and everyone's really proud of me. On Saturday, April 11th of 2015, I attempted Bloodborne. That was hilarious. I will read for you what happened because no one actually reads my blog. I read it. Eight oh, and thank you. I haven't posted in like a week because I've been busy. I noticed. I checked. 8.07 p.m. Here we go. Adjust the slider until the man is visible and the beast is invisible. Subtle. 8.12. Damn, that's an, in de- in, it, that's an in-depth character creator and some hefty load times. 8.21. Death 1. No weapons, no guidance, killed by a villager wielding an axe and a torch. Oh, wait. It looks like this, was a scri- this is scripted. Just prepping me for what is to come, I suppose. 8.32. Some backstory or, or explanation would be nice. And was I supposed to fight that werewolf? I just walked around him and left because he couldn't fit through the door. 8.40. I am getting a tutorial hand-holding sessions. Can't complain about that. 8.41. Went back to the hunter's dream to purchase equipment. <laughs> when I returned, enemies that I killed are all back. I really did. Padding the game length with repetition, eh? 8.58. Death 2. Giant bastard who I was trying to avoid. He went from loud and lumbering to sneaky and with a posse to back him up. If I have to kill everyone again, I will not be happy. You Nine are o'clock. not happy. 9 o'clock. Seriously? 20 minutes of work all wasted. All the enemies that I killed are back. That is the problem here. Not enemy difficulty. This game has no respect for the player's time. 9.04. Death 3. Same kind of guy as the first time who I fought because I didn't want to do the exact same thing as the last time for no gain. Guess what? Not ready for him. My only option is to wade through the same 20 minutes of game as before and hope that it goes better. I hate this. 925. Death 4. Fuck this game. Fuck it. 20 minutes of progress lost. Hell, I've been playing for over an hour and have barely seen more than 10 minutes of game because it cannot be asked to give me a fucking checkpoint. Yes, I could have fled at the sight of two werewolves and spent my experience on equipment, but that would mean doing everything over again. Instead, I tried to push, push through and was killed for the effort. Yes, I suppose after enough of, enough tries, I would get past the werewolves, but that just means that I would get fucked by the next encounter. It's not fucking worth it. It really isn't. No game is good enough to warrant this kind of abuse. 931. Death 5. This is not fun. It is not interesting. It is not compelling. It is slightly above dental work. Slightly! 935. Death 6. Boredom leads, to frustra- boredom leads to frustration. Frustration leads to taking chances. Taking chances leads to dying to insmouth refugees wielding pitchforks, which leads to me uninstalling the goddamn game. I will never play anything from From Software again. Ever. Fuck them for unleashing this critic-proof tripe that makes me look like the ass for not climaxing at the very mention of its name. Ooh, it's hard. You have to work for it. Fuck that. This is supposed <laughs> to be fun. Not akin to doing taxes or getting my colon checked or getting my colon checked by my taxes. God damn, am I pissed off right now? <laughs> you know what I think is is the good um, is a good analogy for that. Uh, it's it's like you got seventy five percent of the way through the first level of Mega Man, and died, and then respawned at the beginning of the level, and was just amazed that the enemies are back. <laughs> okay, is that first level twenty minutes though? Um, okay, well think about how far you have to go uh, to get to to unlock the the first shortcut you have to go from that you have to go from the clinic 
all the way, you, you walk out and there's a lamp and then you have to go all the way around and basically you have to go past the where they're burning the beast. You have to go out to where the big guy is hammering on the wall. You have to get up to the bridge where the werewolves are, down the other side of the bridge, and then you can open up the shortcut. And he just never, he just never, never got, got up and down far. the bridge. I got killed by the werewolves. Mm-hmm. That was the end of that. And so I basically, how to fight the werewolves? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's many options you're given. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I died. Small <laughs> health cocktails are useful. Not only that, not only that, but you, you said, you said it right in there. You could, you realize that you were up against shit that you didn't know how to face, and you had enough souls to upgrade yourself. But instead of doing that, you pressed on and you died. Yeah, I guess, like, I guess I guess that was tactically inadvisable. Yeah, and the last time I played it, like a month ago, I hadn't touched it in like I think a year and a half, and I wiped the floor with those uh, werewolves. <laughs> yeah, because nothing. It's, it's just it's just about understanding the mechanics. It really yeah. is. And 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 yeah, like it, I I don't understand how you can love Mega Man and all these other challenging action games that you do, like Devil May Cry. Like when you when you die and Cuphead. respawn in a Devil May Cry. Well, game. how many times you made it to the top of uh, Slay the Spire? That's right. I've never done uh, that. once. How many times have I actually finished? Like like yeah. had a victory? Yeah. Um, one, two, three. You have like eight, right? Um, I've gotten to Ascension three with all three characters, which so is at least nine, nine victories. Times. Yeah, there you go. Out of a shitload of attempts. Yeah, <laughs> and but that and is so, way better than I am at that game. But the I investment like is game. much different. The investment of time is yeah. much less and much well, different. I've lost and... an hour and a half to that game hmm. easily. And... That, that that's like one run. And an I... hour, a, a, a win is at least an hour. Yeah. yeah, I I think the Mega Man comparison is really apt, and like I I really think it it does apply because without that. First of all, no, it's not easy. It's not easy. You have to learn it. You have to understand what these enemies are going to do. You have to understand how you can impact them. You have to understand how powerful you are. And you don't understand how powerful you are, especially in Bloodborne, for example, until you really understand how your dodge works in Bloodborne. The dodge has like 30 invincibility frames on it. It's ridiculous. But learning a pattern in Mega Man is much easier than trying to recognize and learn something that I saw in Bloodborne. See, for me, to execute it in Mega Man would be harder. Mm. Like I can't. I just I, operate better in two dimensions, I guess. I remember the last time <laughs> I tried uh, Mega Man X. I was then like, I, I you would have liked Hollow Knight more. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, I was thinking this week, That still actually, breaks my heart, man. <laughs> did you guys play Tenchu? Way back in the day, I, yeah. I never touched it. I, I yeah, some of the early ones. I don't think I ever got into it that much. Like honestly, Blood or the um, Sekiro news was the first time I ever heard of Tenchu. Oh, mm, okay. Um, my introduction to Tenchu was uh, Tenchu, not Fatal Shadows, Wrath of Heaven. Tenchu, Wrath of Heaven on the PS2. I loved that game, man. I absolutely loved that game, and it played kind of like a Metal Gear almost, mm-hmm. where you had these very very large levels that you had to work your way through. And the stealth was excellent, but if you got into a fight, you pretty much had one deflect. Like, you could deflect and attack, and that was really all you could do. You could deflect, attack, and maybe, like, a jump attack. So your options were really limited. But I if I think if you played um, if you played the Tenchu games and you really liked them, that is an amazing introduction to Sekiro. Because Sekiro does feel a hell of a lot like a Tenchu game. It really does. Yeah. Um, I was doing um, 
uh, I did a post on, I think it was the Penny Arcade forums the other day, where we were talking about how effective stealth is. And I talk about how I'm grinding these enemies at a temple, and how I, I leap from a cliff onto a tree branch, grapple from that tree, or leap and off, grapple to another tree branch, jump from that tree branch immediately into a stealth kill on a guy. And then his buddy sees me stealth kill him, so he runs for me. But this isn't Tenchu. It's Sekiro. Mm -hmm. So we get to engage in this awesome fight. And then I get into the bushes and I slip around this guy who's got a, who's got a staff, who's a really mean motherfucker, but I stealth kill him. Then I go up the path. Now up the path are two guys with staves walking behind one guy who's just a kung fu dude. I go up behind one of the guys with staves, stealth kill him. Then as the stealth kill animation is going, I hit the attack button again. And I rip the guy apart with so much power that he explodes in a blood smoke bomb. That okay, gives that sounds me, pretty cool. <laughs> that gives me the cover to get behind the other guy with the staff and do a stealth kill on him, turn around and duel the kung fu guy before three more guys come up around the bend down by the cliffside. As those guys come up, I sleep I slink behind them. Now what these guys are is a staff guy in front, and behind and to the side of him are two kung fu guys. I don't fuck with the kung fu guys. I walk between them. And they go, huh, what's this? As I grab the guy in front of them by the neck and stealth kill him. <laughs> and then I turn around and kill the other two guys. And so what I put on the forums was, no, it's not Tenchu. But goddamn, it's Tenchu enough. <laughs> like, it's really it good. It's Tenchu adjacent. And actually, yeah. uh, speaking of a guy exploding in a bomb of smoke, if you want to see that, go to my blog. There's yeah, a, I saw a, that. That was nice. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a post on the blog right now called Three Gigantic Gifts. And it's probably about 60 megs worth of gifts. <laughs> in, in one blog. And, and right, I'll, I'll open the tab now and it will load sometime here. So, <clears throat> Oh, I got that one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Boom. And, okay. And uh, there's a there's a guy who's been around for years. Uh, I like He's been doing it for a long time, but I first noticed him when he started doing GIFs for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn back when NeoGAF was a thing. And his Horizon Zero Dawn GIFs sold the game to so many people and made him so famous that he ended up getting like flown out to Guerrilla Games and spending mm. a month out there with him. He gets swag from gaming companies all the time. I guarantee you he gets advanced codes. Cool. And, and so he made a GIF of, um, his name is Sinhi Legend. He's, he is a legend. And he made a GIF of this really hard guy kind of towards the end game. And he's, this is just a normal enemy. This is not a mini boss. Uh, kind of beating the shit out of this guy on a bridge. And it's just a bunch of deflections and attacks. And what's impressive is he's doing this without a HUD. Like, you can't see the lock on there because he's not using it because that would fuck up his gift capture so he doesn't do it. Okay. And so I was like, wow, I've never met that guy. I wonder what he's actually like. And so I met him today. I met him. And it was a wonderful moment where um, the castle that you – this is, by the way, my favorite level in a video game that I can recall. Like, I absolutely love the level of Bashina Castle. The first time I played it, I was blown away by how much I loved it. And towards the end of the game, spoiler, uh, some events happen that um, – the population of this castle changes and you have to go back and fight some really tough dudes. And the normal dudes there are really tough dudes. And this guy is one of those tough, normal dudes. And so what happens is I climb up above a gate looking over this bridge and this terrified guard of the castle comes running away from the castle and cowers behind a cart. And then behind him comes the guy in the red hat. And the guy in the red hat can immediately see me. And if I... Uh, get back behind the gate, he will walk backwards away from me, keeping his eyes on me. No one else in the game has ever done that. <laughs> like, it's a really weird artificial intelligence. So what I decided to do was I would run up to the cart where the guy was cowering, 
as soon as this guy shows up, grab the guy with the cart, do a stealth kill on him, use the stealth kill to do the smoke bomb, which you can't do without it, and then do a stealth kill on him. And I thought, that is fucking hilarious. I'm going to send this to Sunni Legend. <laughs> I was like, you were just toying with the guy <laughs> with all those, all those deflects in your GIF. And he was actually super nice about it. He told me it looked awesome. He said, the quality of the GIF is excellent, but more important, the actual capture is pretty cool. Love the timing. Smoke cloud just when you were about to get hit. I was so happy about that. That made my fucking day. Nice. And I'm going to try to stop talking about Sekarono. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, though. There's so much. And There's I so want much. to get there. But again, it's like a weekend project. And when I get home from work, I want the video game equivalent of running around in a field doing cartwheels. And unfortunately, Sekiro is not that. What what game is that? What are you doing with that with? I'm doing that with Risk of Rain 2. Oh. Ooh, what you started yesterday, or last week, yeah. Is yeah, that super hard? Put a disgusting amount of time of it. It's pretty hard, but I'm better at it than I ever was at the first Risk of Rain. So I'm getting pretty into it. I've unlocked all the characters. Each achievement unlocks a new item for the uh, pool. So that's huge. Each achievement is in itself like a little bit of an achievement, and you get something for it. I, I like it. There's there's 30 bucks worth of game in this $20 game. Is it like, uh, can you quote, beat it or finish it? No, it kind of just loops right now. It gets to the last level they finish and goes back to the beginning. But it keeps getting harder and nuts. So goddamn nuts towards the end. So, like... Like, like three three bosses at once, but they're actually just regular enemies. Now, what what interests me, of course, is the fact that, like, you love Bloodborne. You love Mm -hmm. Souls. I do. And you're not in love with Sekiro. I am not. I gotta try harder at it. No, but why do you think that is? That it hasn't like seduced you know. like the other games? Is it just that the story is overt? It's... Like this is a story with a single player and you have a no. name and shit like that? It's like, because Dark Souls bosses played with their food more than these do. I feel like it's... Oh, uh, you mean they just come and kill you? Like these bosses aren't giving me enough cha- of a chance to adapt to a strategy. They just oh. kind of kill me in two hits and I'm not digging it. I wish I had more time to figure it out. Well, okay, the, what, what I'll say is uh, attack them, first yeah, of all. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be more aggressive. Yeah, you, you need to constantly keep the pressure on them. And um, with, like, late Lady B, for example, it helps to get her uh, her vitality down because that'll mm-hmm. allow you to build the posture gauge. And easier. how do you do that? Um, hit her. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. hit her. <laughs> I, I, keep tr- I keep trying. She keeps countering in, like, just the, uh, I try to avoid the uh, foot stomp thing she does. Uh, yeah, you just, um, you just, like, evade away from it. Okay. Yeah, evade away, she'll slam down. I forget if she does an unblockable after that. Um, but you, you need to, like, be, be anticipating what her unblockable is gonna be. Like, you could do a jump and then jump off her head and that hits her for massive posture damage. Hit I do have sh- that. Hit her with the shuriken when, uh, she flies above you. And go get the nightjar slash. Mm-hmm. Like, like, hang on, let me, let me figure out where it is. <laughs> nightjar slash. Because that was a huge help for me. Mm-hmm. It is a combat art in the prosthetic skill tree. Right. Yeah. It's the uh, L one R one. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, got I, don't, that. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the first one you get or not, but I think yeah. It is. No, it's yeah, and that's that's absolutely excellent at her. But mm-hmm. but for almost every boss in the game, the secret is not to play them like a Souls boss because a Souls boss you wait. In Sekiro, you fight. You get in there, you get the pressure on, and otherwise the opening is not going to happen. The opening happens when you force it to happen. When you you swing and they suddenly parry it, and then you parry whatever they come back at you with, and that creates an opening, and then you hit them. Okay. Like it's a it's a very it's a back and forth, and it and if you just wait for them to come to you, they're going to kill you. 
I can get, I can wrap my head around that. I hope so because I think this is the best game in the series. Maybe I will try to find that. I will finish it. I'll give you that. Like it's. I may not with, be as positive, but I will finish it. It's up there mm-hmm. with Bloodborne for me at, at the very least. If not, I think I love it more. I bounced off Bloodborne just as hard as first. I, I remember. I don't remember that. No, I do. I I put it down for like four days after uh-huh. Bloodstarred Beast really pissed me off. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to send you gentlemen a couple of pictures, and, it's, and it shows my favorite thing about Risk of Rain 2. Oh, it's a okay. uh, couple of pictures of uh, Commando at certain points of the game. One, a couple very early, and a couple very late. And you're going to see some different stuff on him. And I want you to pick something that's on him that you think is interesting, and I'll tell you what it does. Very well. Hang on, i got to download all these. Waiting on the internet here. Yes. There's the internet! It has arrived. <clears throat> the Lord. Oh no! Are you asking me to pick one of these symbols on the top of the screen? Oh no! Like it's on him. Oh, okay. Like physically. This is actually a plainer looking game than I thought. No, yeah, I think some it looks of the environmental beautiful. textures aren't great, but like it just—it still has a personality that really speaks through. No, Maybe I like the it. music and the I really like the way it looks. Yeah. So in this last picture. I can't tell. It's like he's got like a weird jetpack on or something, mm-hmm. or. Does yeah. it actually let you, like, fly a little bit, or is it... No, it's, what, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. It looks like there's something on his shoulders. Or is yeah, that there is. Like it's like, that's a turbo boost. That shocks... Ah. Uh, wait, no, no. That gives you three extra uses of your defensive skill. Okay. Nothing okay. else in the game gives you more uses of your defensive skill, except for that Ex- thing. Explain this shit. Once one of his boots is yellow and the other is gray. What's up with that? Yeah, the gray one is a hoof. You fucking you, n- your footsteps now make a half clop sound, and you walk a little faster. Uh, you can pick clop. you can pick that up like five times, and it's still it, it, everything stacks. So you make five clops. No, no, but if you find it again, you'll get twice you'll, as fast. You'll go faster, and if you keep finding uh, the hooves, there's no negativity to it. Nope, everything no. stacks. If Got you it. find the same item again, which you will, it just stacks on top of the other one. Okay, uh, your head is a round glowing sphere. Head is a round glow. Oh, that's just your helmet. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, like, maybe you see some needles sticking out of his thigh. That makes you shoot faster. <laughs> There's, uh, let's see. The blue stuff is a, is a uh, rechargeable shield. Uh, let's see. And these are okay. all things you okay. pick up so from in, killing stuff. In, yeah. In, in the one where it looks like there's, like, a huge white thing to the right, like, it's just, like, a bad texture or whatever, it looks like you have bug wings. Yes, I do. That is a uh, cooldown skill. I can fly for thirty seconds. And they'll like, like just, and they'll just be on you the whole time you have that equipped. In like any direction. Yep. Oh. It's a little slow, but yeah. Hmm. And you can get to a chest you couldn't usually uh, usually get to. Like the commander doesn't have a whole lot of mobility, but some other characters do. Like everyone plays so differently. Like exactly. some like, like, like there's a one power up that gives you like extra uses of your uh, utility skill, and for some characters, that just kind of sucks because one character can drop like ten mines. Eleven mines isn't that great, but like some guys have a utility skill that can really turn shit around. You get two charges of that, you can almost power through any boss in like five seconds, and you get an achievement for killing a boss in under ten seconds. See, and some I'm, stuff. I'm going to say that this game is—you are getting so good at this game, and you're breezing through it mm-hmm. so hard that every time you go back to Sekiro, you're just going to say, "Fuck this." Yeah, it's getting, uh, yeah, this game is so fun, and I'm shockingly good at it, and I just, I can't stop playing it. I love it so much. So obviously what needs to happen here is Chamberlain needs to play this game. 
I don't have a computer that'll run this game. Yeah, as simple it's, as it uh, looks. Yeah, it does. It it's not. You know, I can run it at sixty FPS, but the first time I played it, my CPU chugged, and I got a better one than you. Oh yeah, I I'm I have a laptop that is basically for browsing the internet and maybe maybe Microsoft Word. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I do have a free copy. It's burning the hole in my pocket. I don't know. What well, I'm gonna save do. it. You never yeah. know. Hmm. I'll be right back. Yeah. So. I am going to now spoil some parts of Darkstalkers. Okay. I did finish Darkstalkers 3 since last we spoke. And it wasn't good. But I can tell that there were significant parts of the game that were cut out because they ran out of money or they just ran out of time. Mm-hmm. So you're basically Wrath's whole point is she is trying to find and, and, and catch and kill, basically, the seven deadly sins. And throughout the game, they keep oh, yeah, dismissing Darksiders. Dark yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't, I don't blame you. Yeah, I really don't. Um, the, uh, the whole, the, they keep, they, she's fighting the sin, the seven deadly right. sins, and they keep dismissing Envy. Like, ah, we'll find Envy when we find her. Yeah, it's not a big deal, and you never find her. And it turns out that Envy's been with you the entire time. You have the Watcher, just like Death had a Watcher, I think, from the Charred Console. Well, your watcher is actually Envy. Uh, She's been hiding with you the entire time. And as soon as you kill... Oh, what is it? Uh, Arrogance? No. Pride. That's mm. her name. As soon as you kill Pride, she's the sixth one. Envy just appears, takes the thing you've been using to absorb the seven deadly sins, and now has the powers all of the all seven deadly sins. Yeah. And then she leaves and attacks the charred console. Charred console. <clears throat> so, like, okay, that means I'm going to have to fight Envy... And she's going to have the powers of the seven deadly sins. Which, okay, I get that. That makes sense. Now all your powers so, are gone. Um, you not all not all of them. You still have your weapons. <clears throat> Actually, not, not your sin powers. You never really got sin powers. You, you get your oh. powers from a character that I that I didn't mention last week. There's a Older? new character oh. called the Lord of Hollows. Oh. And the Hollows is kind of like another hell for either angels or demons to go to. The problem is angels and demons are both basically immortal. When they get tired of the fighting, they go to the Lord of Hollows, and the Lord of Hollows grants them oblivion. Now, the Lord of Hollows is cool because he has the goddamn Ark of the Covenant strapped to his back. Oh, yeah, I saw this dude. Yes. Yeah, he looks badass. He's awesome. The problem is, well, he gives you the powers. Like, like, Wrath will have, like, a fire power or a time power or a weight power or whatever. He gives you those. And the last time you see him, it's like he's dying. He says, the next time you see me, only one of us will survive. But that's the last time you see him. Oh. It's like they're setting up a boss fight with the Lord of Hollows that they didn't actually put in the game. Uh, that, yeah, they do that sometimes. So, you get back to the Charred Council, and you have to fight Envy. And, first of all, this commits the absolute cardinal sin of when you die... To envy, there are two different load screens to go through to get back to fight her again. Because you start in one area, teleport to where she is, and there's another... So there's two... I think a minute and a half of loading between attempts. And then, for no reason whatsoever, when you fight Envy, she has Death's Sigh, War's Sword, and... um. Not Pestilence, the actual uh, fourth horseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Strife. Yeah. Strife's yeah, whatever, guns. Whatever that means. Yeah. 
she has the other three horsemen's weapons With and it's no not explained. No explanation. So it's almost like they planned to do something else with this, but then they didn't. There was going to be such a cool cutscene, guys. You yeah. Have no idea. So it was a bad boss fight, and then you beat her, and the Charred Council was pissed off. So they are basically trying, they basically send the demons to wipe out the rest of humanity. Now, humanity is living with some of the makers, big dwarves, basically. Oh, yeah. And guys the, need- yeah, the makers created a portal that the final remnants of humanity are supposed to go through to hide out. And they send Wrath to protect them. And right at the end, it's kind of revealed that one of the humans was actually Strife the whole time. And then the game ends. Is it a dude? That's a sniper. Uh, it's not a sniper. He's, he's, dual, wield- he's dual wielding pistols. Yeah, okay. two guns. He always yeah, does. Yeah. So, and that's the end of the game. That's it. So... <laughs> It's it's like they they knew they didn't have a budget for this game, but they still ran out of money before it was done. Oh man! Oh god, that hurts. Yeah, so it, it wasn't it wasn't good. It's like it's like a I don't six. know if I can play this. It's like a six. It, it, it's, I mean, I complained about the combat being taking the wrong lessons from like a like a Souls game where it's dodge heavy and they do tons of tons of damage, but it's also very simple and and not very fulfilling at all. So, so you're uh, saying you're saying without a significant challenge, it wasn't satisfying. I, I don't understand. I'm not saying I'm not saying without a significant <laughs> challenge. I'm saying there was no challenge, and the combat was well, there was a challenge, but the, but the game didn't give you the tools to overcome the challenge. It's just die and start over, well, and then hopefully you dodge better the next time. I don't enjoy games in general where, where random mobs can wipe you out if you make a mistake. I do, and that's what this one does. Be uh, and, and, the, and the checkpoints are really far apart. Um, so, no, this is by no means a worthy follow-up to Darksiders 1 or 2. That is tragic. And it's a shame because Wrath is actually a decent character, and I kind of want to see what they do with Strife, and they just make a shooter out of him. But, I, I mean, it's just the game was no good. I'm sorry. The game was no good. That no hurts. good. Well, they'll probably get a sequel. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? I don't know. I mean, Nordic like I said. Flush do, do with cash. I don't understand it. Who, I, yeah, where are they getting their money? Uh, investors. They got they got millions of investors last time they did a like a buy-in. Hmm. But they have to produce something eventually. Uh, no, they're investing it in buying more studios. Yeah, <laughs> all right. They said all they were going right. to buy Edge more bets. With it. Yeah. Venture capitalists. Okay, pirates. but uh, but you then you played Call of Cthulhu. I did. I did. But that's was that much better than this last <sighs> wonderful game you played? No. You, you don't lead a very curated gaming life. I know I don't. I play whatever's next. You enjoy um, pain. So a unique kind of pain. <laughs> this one, it, Call of Cthulhu, is is it's a walking simulator. You're not doing a whole lot. It's basically ex- exploring areas, talking to people. There's not a whole lot of investigation and things that happen. Basically, you're just kind of moving through this game and things happen. And more often than not, they don't make sense which the game hand waves by saying, it's a Cthulhu game, it doesn't need to make sense. No, it needs to have at least some kind of plot that you can follow through. So don't play this game. It's not good. If you are absolutely jonesing for a Cthulhu fix, and like me, you can't stand Bloodborne, you know, dig up an old Xbox and play Call of Cthulhu Dark Corners of the Earth, which is an average game, but better than this. How old is this Dark Corners of the Earth? 
Dark Corners of the Earth was original Xbox. It's yeah. old Xbox. It's old. Don't play that old shit. It'll, it, it won't look good. It probably won't look good, but it was a better. I, I a better tried. Kofu I got game. it for free, and I couldn't. That one at least knew what it was cribbing from. Like it was, you could tell what stories it was taking from. It was taking from Shadow over Innsmouth, and then something else I've forgotten with Aliens. Um, this one's just so like varied that it doesn't even know what it's pulling from. It's like the Cthulhu mythos in general. But, as sometimes happens with terrible games, it, like, absolutely lucked into one very good scene. And it's the last, like, five minutes. So, your character, Pierce, is a private investigator. And he was hired to investigate the death of uh, a painter. And it turns out that, of course, she isn't actually dead. And her husband wasn't actually dead. He was evil. But then she becomes evil and blah, blah, blah. And you're on this island outside of Boston. And they're talking about the miraculous catch. And, and, and it boils down to, at some point in the town's history, they were basically running out of food because the whaling business was dying. And they pulled up a chunk of a dead god. Now, in the game, they call it Leviathan. It's obviously Cthulhu. But they realized what it was, and a few of the main players in town ate part of Leviathan and gained powers. And now, therefore, they're all trying to work towards bringing Leviathan back. And Pierce, the investigator, is called, quote-unquote, by Leviathan to be part of this. So the last sequence is you walking up a hillside on the coast, and as the higher you move up the hillside the less sense the hillside makes physically. It begins to have, you know, shapes that couldn't actually exist and things floating and other things and angles that don't look right. And in the distance, there are clouds pulling over the horizon, moving in very unnatural directions. And in the breaks of the clouds, you can see stars. But the stars don't look right. They're like from somewhere else. And then in the clouds themselves, when lightning flashes, you see what looks like just giant tentacles moving. And it, it actually somehow really worked because... So the stars are Cthulhu. Yeah. yeah well, but he's back there. He's out there in the back. And, and, and you, you move up and, you, and you, you get to the top of this area and all the guys, all, all the cult members are there. And then it's straight shadow over Innsmouth because they're all kind of fishy at that point with the tentacle faces. And you, you get to the final confrontation... And depending on how you played the game, you have a multiple choices. And it's just, uh, it's just a, a linear choice of, do you want to do this, do you want to do this, or do you want to do this? And I had three different ones. I think there was a fourth one. They are trying to finish this ritual. And you have the options to either finish the ritual and summon Cthulhu, finish the anti-ritual, or kill yourself. And you get three different endings for those. The problem with all three of them is that the game made it very clear to you <laughs> about 10 minutes earlier, that you were out of bullets. Hmm. And somehow he shoots himself. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's like somebody didn't edit this or someone was How do you not, not paying attention. That? I don't know because you, there's, there's no shooting except for the last like 10 minutes of the game, 15 minutes of the game, and then you run out of bullets. He's like, damn, I'm out of bullets. And he puts his gun away. And then one of the possible endings is him shooting himself in the head. Come on, man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's just so, yeah, bad editing. It's not even yeah, writing. Yeah. So, I mean, the game is absolutely not worth playing. 
but I, I find it fascinating when, when bad games pull out of their ass, like a five minute section that you're like, damn, that's actually pretty good. It's tragic. Yeah. It's, I mean, I play a lot of terrible games and it, it seems like a lot of terrible games have this like one little epiphany moment where everything kind of gels. But it's never worth the shit you had to go through to get no. to it. <laughs> so yeah, don't play Darksiders 3. Don't play Call of Cthulhu. That's a shame. Speaking of things you shouldn't play, <clears throat> um, I, I made a heartfelt post on the blog this week encouraging all readers and listeners of this podcast, don't buy Galaxy on Switch. Ah, yes. Um, it is a roguelike that crashes regularly. Oh, my and instead of, you know, dropping, and instead of, you know, a roguelike that saves constantly, like a Soulsborne game so that you can't cheese it, um, it just dumps you back to the beginning of your entire run with no, nothing. Um, oh. so it's, it's broken. Like it's fundamentally broken. Uh, hugely disappointing because it is a brilliant game, but it's a game that doesn't work. So mm. don't, don't waste your money on, on Galaxy on Switch. Uh, terribly disappointing. Terribly disappointing. Like you could try to put, Red Dead Redemption 2 in VR, but if it doesn't work... Still, like, no, the well, thing, the hell, like, man? the what game runs, doing? it's just, it's just bugs, like, they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't do what? quality assurance. How many times has it crashed on you? Um, probably six. And the, oh, and, and, well, that's, like, four more than I would have given it. Holy yeah, cow. and the first three times, because it's one of my all-time favorites, you know, like, I love Galaxy deeply and passionately. Um, and the first couple times, you know, I've played games where they were fucking up. But the solution was you got to just shut your switch all the way down, turn it all the way back up, or start it up again, and everything will be fine. Like that's happened multiple times with various digital switch games. I suppose yeah. Or the switch no, doesn't so I love actually... Bethesda. You gotta you know get through. Some yeah, of that. the switch never really shuts down unless you make it shut down. It's like always in standby, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. No. You okay. like I, I always have to like look up how to actually shut it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say because it, it doesn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I still couldn't tell you, but yeah. uh, I think we're like what we're ten. No, we're about. I think we're two weeks out from uh, from Katana Zero. So I'm yeah. fucking hyped for that, man. So hyped for that. And I think Hob landed on Switch today. Shame what happened to Runic, that. though. It would. It is. But uh, I really know. wanted a Torchlight Three. Mm. Torchlight Two also coming to Switch. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. More people need to play yep. Torchlight 2. Wow. Later this year, Torchlight 2. It's a lovely game. Uh, it's, I, Torchlight 2 is as fun as Diablo 3. Yeah, I'm going to check I it out. I love those mushroom people. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to check that out. So uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Absolutely. Headlines. <clears throat> In Overwatch news, a super expensive Lucio figure is now available for pre-order. <clears throat> Has anyone tried Lucio O's? Uh, a bunch of people have. What? Like they're out there Lucio the O's? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a real cereal you can buy on store shelves. Is it like Apple Jacks? What's going on? Uh, no, it's vanilla it's flavored. Cheerios. Oh, yeah. it's vanilla flavored? Yeah, it's vanilla flavored. What does that mean? It tastes like vanilla. I love vanilla. I would, I... But shouldn't it yeah, be you know chocolate? I, I guess, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> like, is, vanilla, is it like those like three grain Cheerios? <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck it's made of. I just know that it's vanilla flavor. Okay. And, and the, the, the loops are white and green. You're not going to call me out my semi-racist kind of It wasn't Come even on. semi-racist. I... That was a racist joke. <laughs> that was racist. Oh, I'm just going to... And, and I will say to the listeners that this is not a racist podcast. <laughs> no. And that the, the, I just, come on. The sense, I, the sense of humor easy. of some of our American colleagues <laughs> does not represent the principles that this podcast was founded on. 
which is we here <clears throat> on this podcast are flavor blind. <laughs> Gearbox has announced Borderlands 3 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC via the Epic Store exclusively, which drew immediate backlash as usual. It will launch September 13th this year and will be exclusive to Epic for six months and then will come to other PC platforms in April of 2020. Look, Alex, I, what's your hot take? I, I came to Steam kicking and screaming. Really? Like, I was pissed off I had to get it to play New Vegas, but I did. And, you know, we had some good years. We had, like, seven good years. But uh, Steam needs to get off its ass and deal with competition. This is all the competition it's got. I mean, there's good it's, old games, but I don't think that's really... It, they don't have like a this, launcher, they just, though. They just need to keep stuff. losing games to someone else. So they need to do something. Like, it took them, what, like, two weeks to do anything about that Rape Day game? Mm. Like, that was a long time. That shouldn't have been a story. That should have that's, been something that's they not, should have been on. That's not why they're losing games to Epic. They're losing games to Epic because Epic takes, I think, 13% of profits, and yeah. Valve takes 30 And they should revisit that if this becomes a problem. Well, They'll become a better company for it. I don't know that it's becoming a problem for them. It's uh, there's There certainly seems to be, at very least, some sort of lip service of that it is a problem to gamers. Gamers are complaining about it, that they can't get their game on Steam. And that's just too damn bad. Yeah, this this is how business works. But that's mm-hmm. not hurting Steam. That that's no. potentially hurting sales of the game. But even if it is, it would have to hurt the sales. The sales would have to reduce by more than sixty percent to equal the loss that the developer would take by putting it on Steam. <laughs> I would I, I would agree that it's a bigger gamble for the developer than it is Steam. But Steam still loses a little. No, it's not a gamble for the developer. What I'm saying is, if the game sold three times as much. And when they put it on Steam, mm-hmm. then it would be worth it. It would be, they would have to sell more right, than three times me. as much. Yeah. And so they, they can lose 60% of their, the people who would have bought the game. And you know that it's not going to be 60%. No, it's going to be like maybe five or six. Not even that. It's going to be like yeah. the three, because there's a bunch of people who are going to go online and bitch and cry and complain about it. And then they're going to get it on the Epic Store. You're anyway. not going to, yeah. Okay. So you're going to wait six months or a year to play. The lot Lost Worlds. What is it? Uh, Outer Worlds or uh, <coughs> Borderlands Three? I'm gonna call your bluff. Well, I, I, <laughs> I know. Think I, you're gonna, I think you're gonna do it. I don't think Outer Worlds is, has the has the cachet the Borderlands does. No, no, but like it's it's up there. Like well, for it's, you. It's, well, it looks pretty good. A lot of people are excited. about No, it. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll definitely. You know what kind of sucks though? Every time I see hmm. a game like a 20 minute gameplay thing of Outer Worlds. Yeah, I can't watch it for more than three minutes before going like, okay, what? So, something needs to happen here. Yeah, I, I was noticing that too. Yeah, and the I'm is, hoping the story's worth it. I think if I was actually playing it, I would have a very different experience. But yeah. watching it is just not doing anything for me. But did you like watching Fallout Four? I never watched Fallout Four. I played Fallout Four. Exactly. But there were trailers for Fallout Four that impressed upon me that I was going to blow shit up and heads were going to explode and it'd be fun. And there would be an old-timey soundtrack. Hey, everybody, did the news get around about a guy named Butcher Pete? Old Pete just blew into this town, and he's chomping up all the women's meat. <laughs> what? You never paid attention to the lyrics of that yeah, song? Yeah, that's the lyrics. No! Yeah. It's they, not subtle. He's hacking and whacking and smacking. He's yeah. hacking and whacking and smacking. He just and he goes to jail whack. for it, and you know what? And then, his cellmate gets some, too. Yeah, uh, he, yeah he, he chomps on his cellmate. And then in Butcher Pete 2, um, the, the judge's wife begs him to let him go. Yeah. Mm. So, so Butcher Pete can just go on, keep on hacking on all those women's meat. 
Yep. Like, it is a very lewd song, and which right. is why... And nothing like, you know, head-shrinking crowbars ain't doing it for you. Which is, uh, head-shrinking crowbars, what are we talking about? The ones in the Outer World videos. I, I, oh. Again, I haven't watched one to the point where I saw it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, I've seen some interesting stuff. The, 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 the At least the melee combat looks pretty decent. Hmm. Well, that the, the shooting's does. a little floaty, though. Mm. That's par for the course for Fallout style games. Yeah, I know. So I'm, 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 if the story's good, I'm willing to let that go. Yeah. You know, I could kind of see this game just not being very good by virtue of the fact that they don't need it to be. Yeah. Like it's, it, it'll be one of those games that has the Obsidian name on it, and for that reason, you want it to be good. But beyond that, it doesn't matter to Microsoft if it's good, and Microsoft are the ones paying the bills. And that's it. I really hope it's good, but like honestly, yeah, it could go either way. It could, it could, but it sure looks promising. I agree. Yeah, I hope it's good. I hope it's at least funny. So we need more of those. Point being, Alex, Borderlands Three was announced. Yes. You, I've I've been under the impression for a while that you're a fan of these games. No, yeah. oh, just a little bit. Do, do you have any reaction to that news? Um, but uh, what? It was just, I thought well, we talked I, about it last week. How do you? It wasn't announced last week. No one we saw talked it. about it last week. We didn't see it. No, we, we talked we, about it. We it didn't talk rumored. about the announcement. It was yeah. rumored last week. Now you've seen trailers. <clears throat> no, we saw the trailer for it. Yeah, we, the tra- we, the we saw the trailer for it. We didn't like the trailer. There was no date last week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now we have a date, which is a lot sooner than any of us yeah, thought. Yeah, September 13th is a good mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty I quick. Think, like it was like October for Borderlands 2, mm-hmm. something like that. It avoids the November-December yeah. crunch, which is good. They've had an extra year to work on it. We need more of that in this industry. So, yeah. so no interest in the $250 Diamond Loot Chess Collector's Edition? Oh, hell no. They had something like that for Borderlands 2, too. But like, yeah. it, I'm going to pay 60 bucks for it. And if it had loot boxes, I'm sure we would have heard about it by now. Uh, well, no, no, no. Like uh, Boosters and weapon packs. Like Those are... Okay, yeah. Well, that's already in Assassin's Creed. And you... Did you use any of those, Jim? No, but, no not yeah. a one. Didn't need to. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I didn't buy any like gold keys for yeah. Borderlands Two, but they were still there. Like there are. Well, you couldn't yeah. buy those either. Couldn't you? No, they were just codes given away for free. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think we. I don't know if this was last week or not, but uh, Borderlands One Remaster was confirmed is now available on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Yeah, mm-hmm. I took a look at it. If you've never played Borderlands before, go for it. If not. No. Is Borderlands 2 already on the new consoles? I think it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They got a, that. I got a 4K patch too, and then it's okay. Um, or I could just uh, you know higher res textures. Those they look pretty good. Apparently, Hyper Light Drifter is the next video game to get a TV adaptation from the producer of Netflix's Castlevania. I'm down with that. There's not a lot of story there. No, though. like, and there's no dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd be interested to see how they're going to approach that. <laughs> they needed to have the talk about a season arc and a pilot. Hmm. Huh. They had to have a plan, so maybe. See, the only news I get from this is, when am I getting season three of Castlevania? I mean... Next year. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! What I like about this six is... Months. Uh, if we're doing adaptations of indie games, how about Hollow Knight once in a while? Maybe no, Hollow Knight now. would be an excellent one. Yep. Um, what else would be? I'm trying to think. Mark of the Ninja. Mm-hmm. Don't Starve. That's a fun art style that you could do on a budget. Don't Starve. Don't Starve is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, clay stuff. Basically mm-hmm. anything from clay. Um, oh, uh, Child of Light, actually. That'd yeah, yeah, that was neat. Mm-hmm. See, I actually like playing that game and you didn't. It wasn't, the combat system was 
was a, was a neat Very idea. Simple. It was a neat yeah. idea with a lot of problems, I think. Yeah. Anime uh, design didn't do it for me. Sony's Drive Club will shut its servers down in 2020, and the game will be delisted later this year. Mm. Supposedly that fi- they fixed that game. I played it when it first came out and was not impressed. Yeah, it got a lot of attention over like the first year, and then yeah. Um, I guess they kept adding stuff to it, but it's like, why do you have that when you also have Gran Turismo, which is also getting additions all the time? So, <clears throat> well, they they, they need something to compete with Forza. They it's, they need they need a driving simulator that's a little less Souls like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Spike for um can, um uh, for Netflix's uh oh Cowboy Bebop has been chosen. Who's that? It's John Cho. Oh, interesting. No, John. John. No. no, Okay. Now I might reveal myself to be a little racist here. John Cho from Harold and Kumar. Yes. Oh, okay. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah, and he was Sulu, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I like it. Cool. And And Mustafa Shakir is going to be. Oh, what's his face with the robot arm? Uh, I want to say Brett, but that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, who's uh, who's Faye? Faye, I don't know, but she looks the part. She looks good. Mustafa uh, Shakir, Daniela Pineda. Cowboy Bebop live action images. And Alex Hassel, I haven't heard of him. No, yeah, he can totally pull off Spike. Yeah, I, I, can I, see I, it. I just need to see him in the wig. Is he that, tall enough? That, is he, he tall is, enough? He can do the slump, I bet. I don't know. James the Spike was tall. Guy. Yeah, you, he was he? always he was tall and he was always hunched over, looking yeah. all yeah. casual. Yeah. Anyway, well, she looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. They they better have a uh, an Ed. Oh, she Shaki- yeah, she cares Jet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where were we here? <clears throat> uh, Sega will release the Genesis Mini on September nineteenth, but they still only announced like six games for it. Like, still at this point, we still don't know how many, all the games are on there, but they've said they will definitely have Sonic two. Yay. Now, for the listener, if you want to play a bunch of old Genesis games, the Sega Classics Collection for is available on Vita or PS1 or the Switch and has more games. Seriously, there's a thing called the Sega Genesis Classics Collection for Switch. It is $40. Right now, you can get it, and it has 51 games. Jeez. If you want to play Sonic on your TV, you don't have to wait for the Genesis Mini on September 19th to play with a shitty 20-year-old controller. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it seems like everybody but Nintendo has missed the point. Sony's PS1 Classic sucked. Yeah. Sega's is missing the point. And the only reason Nintendo's actually worked is because you can't legally get those games anywhere else anyway. That's right. And if they were on virtual console, like if I could play those games on my Switch, I wouldn't, oh, have, yeah. gotten, I wouldn't have gotten that fucking thing. I just have a I copy would, of Link to the Past on my Switch. <laughs> I would love Super, Super Metroid on the Switch. How awesome would that be? I'd love Super Mario World on the Switch. Oh, well, yeah, that, that too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Speaking of which, I actually finished... That the new one, the new new Super Mario Bros. Wii U on the Switch. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're complaining about. It was fine. It, wasn't it was absolutely fine. I did not have fun with it. It was not. In, it just. It was just uninspired. I just found it to be it, uninspired. It, later on, it starts doing some really cool things that it couldn't. You know, old 2D Mario games couldn't do, like big background things moving around. It, it had an interesting twist with Baby Bowser and the final Bowser fight. It was. It was, it, was it, was already, fine. it was already doing things that no other Mario game had seen, but I just didn't find them to be interesting things. I mean, they were really amazing. Hmm, I don't know. I, yeah. like, it was I, I played it in short bursts. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, Sony announced a new refund policy in the U.S. Basically, anything you buy on PlayStation Network can be refunded within 14 days of purchase 
if you did not download it. Uh, like all those games you buy and don't download immediately after. Mm-hmm. If you did download it, you can only refund it if the product is, like my copy of Galaxy on Switch, quote, <laughs> faulty. But mm. who gets to decide what is faulty? Right, because e- yeah. even Steam has, yeah. like, download refunds, and it's yeah. wonderful. I've only had to use it twice, and it worked immediately. I got my I, money I back. Think, I think the Steam model is the right one, because how many hours do you get? Uh, Two. Yeah, and that's totally that's enough fucking to reasonable. know if it works. That's totally mm-hmm. reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. Although mm-hmm. I, I do recall um, when I was a kid, I don't know, I think it would have been sixteen or something. I bought a copy of was it Oni? Was the first oh, God. Was, PS2 game? Yeah, I think it was from Bungie. And mm-hmm. and what it was was it was one of the first games to uh, to use kind of two analog sticks for shooting. Mm-hmm. It was like a really unusual control scheme at the time. But it was a brawler too. It yes. Weird. And it and it was kind of terrible. And uh, I got to a door and I couldn't figure out how to open the door. So I just took it back to the store and said I need a refund on this. They said it's open. We can't give you a refund. I said this game doesn't work. There's a door that doesn't open. And I, and I, <laughs> I told them I spun like a 20 minute yarn about all the steps I'd taken to find out how to open this door. But the door doesn't open, and it turns out some copies of the game just don't work, and they're bugged. And my copy's <laughs> bugged. Like, you, like, there's, there's nothing you can do. I can't play this game. You sold me a video game that doesn't work. Give me a refund. Lying up my ass. Yeah. <clears throat> I got my refund. Nice. Ugh. I did something similar with that with the very first Baldur's Gate. I had a computer at the time that couldn't really run it. And I didn't know, so I bought it, and I took it home, and I installed it. And Baldur's Gate 1 was like seven discs or whatever. So you install it, and it ran at like three frames per second. So I took it back, and Babbage's, before they got bought out by... Babbage's. before they got bought out by... EB before they got bought out by GameStop. I they see, took it I back. I see the giant cardboard boxes. I thought, that, like, yeah, I thought Baldur's Gate was a first-person dungeon crawler. No, no, Baldur's no, Gate a, was an isometric yeah. RPG. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they 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 took it back. They they gave me some weird looks because I put the credit towards a console game yeah, at that point. Twice. No, no, but I was like, I I see. Unlike Chance, I was honest. I'm like, guys, I just can't run this, and I can't really afford to flush sixty bucks. Can I just get credit and get like this Final Fantasy game or whatever? Well, you know what, giving so. you store credit isn't really a loss for the store. I don't think. No. No, and, and at that point in time. They could just like reshrink it and sell it again. Mm-hmm. So and maybe they were also failing at this time. Who knows? The Babbage's was yeah. You can't lose they another were, they, were, they were the first to go. Didn't GameStop announce like they lost six hundred million dollars last year or something Good like that? God. I did not. They're read so that. done. I it's saw way, some, maybe, maybe yeah. two hundred fifty million dollars. It was a bad year for GameStop. There's just so. way too many of them. I can't remember the last time I went into mine. I think I went in there to pick up a game. What was it? I think I went in there to pick. No, what did I pick up? I picked up something I, in the last six months, but it was just like one game. Uh, I, the last time was God of War. I haven't bought a physical game, physical game since then. Yeah, I've been doing physical through Amazon. Yeah, which is well, bad I just got to worry about the next the next batch of hardware. I got to figure out how I'm going to get. Is the hard part? Because goddamn it, I'm not waiting past release day. I want my shit on the day. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's insane. Well, the the thing is, let, let's let's be honest. Think about the last hardware you got day one. Xbox One X. Yeah, what like what were you playing? There was at? no waiting for that. that. Nobody cared. That fucking Rome game. Like, what the fuck were you playing on it? Oh, well, Xbox One or Xbox One X. Oh, X- Xbox One. Xbox One. Uh, I was. 
playing the Xbox One version of Black Flag. Yeah, me too. Much. Yeah, I was playing the PS4 version of Black Flag. Black, Which was worth it. Was it Black Flag? <laughs> no, it was, it was Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah, it was, it was Black, Black Flag. Flag. Yeah. And uh, Killzone Shadowfall, which I did quite oh. enjoy, actually. That's okay. No, you're right. You're right. It wasn't great, but graphically no. it was fucking astounding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. the first next-gen game. Yeah, remember the waves in Black Flag, how you could like you could see the whale to, mm-hmm. down to about 12 feet and then it disappeared into the murk? Fuck, that was yep. incredible. That was incredible. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so I said last week that Iron Man VR, which had been announced at Sony's uh, direct thing, uh, looked like a rail shooter. It's not a rail shooter. Like you control the up, down, the left, and the right with your thrusters right. using the using like their Wiimote things. Seriously? Yes, and then like wow. you hold out a palm to shoot and shit, and you would just wow. and you would just where your arms are to fly. Like it's really wow. quite involved and quite fun, according to uh, the guy who wrote it up on Kotaku. Also, um. Alex, have you read any of the impressions of the the VR version of No Man's Sky? Yes. It's better than I thought it would be. I thought it looks pretty good. I had no opinion. Like, I thought, you know, that's that's fine in concept, but everyone is saying that, like, oh my fucking god, No Man's Sky. They're talking about No Man's Sky like they were talking about it after that first trailer. Yeah, Hmm. like, a lot of people almost punched the the creator in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so if it can be played with a DualShock... I'm 100% checking that shit out. Because, fuck, it's yeah. free download. I've got the game. Is it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, the the whole update is going to be free. In fact, every update has been free. I don't, know how, I don't know how... They really put their money where their mouth was. I don't know how they got the money for it. Like, well, they <laughs> sold a lot of sales. copies, yeah. Maybe. And then people gave up on it quickly. Um, yeah. A bunch of stuff for Switch was leaked via Best Buy Terminal employees this week, including Persona 5, a Metroid Prime trilogy, and Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Now, is that just a port or that kind of remake that they were talking about? That's a good question. Um, I don't. Persona know. Five is a great portable game, I imagine. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I think it would be. I think I would actually dig into Persona Five on Switch, or I think I might. You never know. <laughs> it's, it is an outstanding dungeon crawler. Yeah. So, so I think I might actually check that out. And if this Legend of Zelda, because Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, think about this, listener. If it, this were a little virtual console release of the original game to be running on Switch, would they have it in the computer at Best Buy? Nope. Because there would be no physical release. Exactly. What they would have is a physical release of a Link to the Past remake like this um, um, Link's Awakening. That's what we're going to get. We're going to get a sweet fucking top-down remade for the current-gen Link to the Past. Finally. Finally. It's been like 25 years. Like after... Uh Link's Awakening? Yeah. Like, no, just just a, a remake of... Yeah. No, okay, Link. Link's Awakening is going to come out. That's already been announced. Right. Yeah. Link to the Past has not yet been announced. We would imagine that it might come out later than Link's right. Awakening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what I'm saying is they're going to give Link to the Past the Link's Awakening treatment. It's going to be like this beautiful new upport that... Yeah, probably, so yeah. I'm dying to play. Yeah, I want, to, I want to fucking play that. I want to play that right fucking now, man. This is my favorite Zelda game. As far as I'm concerned, this is the last great Zelda game. And I know that a lot of people think that's heresy. But No, you know what? I can just tell you that Link, uh, Link's Awakening is very, very good. I'm, I'm hyped for that, too. But like, I, I, I absolutely favorite. will not argue that statement, but I will stand by um, Wind Waker and say Wind Waker was good. I still haven't played Wind Waker, and I always wanted to. I always Wind thought, Waker I always was thought good. the Zelda look just was gorgeous. Anybody ever do the Minish Cap? Mm, I never no, did, but no. I've heard it's actually pretty good. It is really good. Yeah. Really great art style. For some reason, Gabe Newell is the face of a brand <laughs> of underwear in China. Like uh, It works. 
Yeah, like they're they're selling boxes of underwear. You know, like you've seen these boxes in Walmart or something with you know a guy in his crotch on it and it's got underwear over top of it. And but on this box, the guy is a smiling Gabe Newell, <laughs> and it's not a guy who looks like Gabe Newell. It's Gabe Newell. The underwear brand is called Long D. <laughs> Did, man, and, did he pay for this? No, I wonder. No, but like all, all games, Delta tweeted it out, and I, you know, you, I couldn't quite be sure that this wasn't fake because it's the internet. You never know. But I had to say, God, I hope this is real. Yeah, like, I hope, I hope that he is on an underwear box in China. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Like everyone dreams of walking out in your boss, walking out of Microsoft, and doing something like Steam. So long. I found the picture on Reddit. Of, and, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and and long D is short for Long John. But still, Gabe Newell, long, long D. D, wrong D. Oh, okay, you're getting racist again. What is it with you Americans? And 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 the, and the size, the size of the box they're showing is four XL. <laughs> and that's why it's a picture of Gabe Newell. I mean, yep, like, if you, you go. got this, you know, if you've got this body type, and we've got you. The thing is, like, what, what if, but it could be fake. It's the internet. You never know. It could be, but it's, let's just believe in magic just for a minute. The head doesn't look right in the body, though. The arm that they show on there is too skinny. Uh, I. Speaking of. And a young girl's heart when the music is playing. <laughs> um, on April 1st, there was a quote leak about Darksiders 4. And oh. but the fact is, it was on April first, so I didn't include it in headlines. But you know what? Let me right. let me go back in my in my screen caps and see if I can find it. Really? There will be at least more than one person talking about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If it were real, look, just for fun, let's see what it was. Uh, I found a long D image. That's yeah. <laughs> a, a great picture. It's not likely after Dark Side of Three sales. <clears throat> Dark okay. ending was amazing. It looks like he's taking a foot bath or something. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so remember when Darksiders 1 Warmastered Edition leaked? Uh, well, someone at THQ seems to have done it again, this time with some sweet Darksiders 4 details. This is apparently a document actually from attached to media.thqnordic.com. Darksiders 4 work in progress, made by Vigil Games, co-op first-person shooter, game, oh, modes on, game modes online multiplayer, comma, Battle Royale. Did they say the word oh, Vigil for Studios? Fuck's sake. Um, play online with friends, use Strife's gun to avenge your brothers, as Fury rides Strife's horse to become a horseman once again, track okay. down Vulgrim <sighs> to make him pay, fight, fight in the Battle of Armageddon, play as one of the hundred angels or demons, 1,000 on Stadia. <laughs> <What's it? sighs> 1,000 on Stadia. <laughs> yeah, okay, I don't, I don't believe any of this. Announcement no. trailer coming for PlayStation 5. So yeah, this is this is probably an April. It's, it's a battle royale, but also single player. Uh, Making Vulcan pay for what? The meanest and, one I saw was a screenshot of the... Um, um, kind of he's like, the shopkeeper. What, what are you talking about? I think, I, I'm sure there's a story thing in, in 3 that suggests that Vulcan no. needs to pay. No, he's just no. the merchant again, He's right? just the merchant. No. He doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Is he still fun to listen to? He has like two barks, and that's it. Oh. What? Gross. Yep. Yep. Um, I saw one that I, I thought was particularly cruel. It was uh, the gameplay select screen from Overwatch, except that one of the options was story mode. Find out more about your favorite heroes in the form ah. of Overwatch. Uh huh. Yeah, no. No, not it. Why would they bother doing that's that? That's up they there don't with need uh, Luigi settings in 64. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, that 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 got around my my school. It was a it was a pretty it was a pretty dull April Fools this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Nothing I didn't really, really pay No one's really much. in the mood see. for some reason. Yeah. yeah, true. No fooling. Nobody wants to do any fooling. We, we like the... Had enough of your fake like, news. Yeah, less of that. <laughs> to do with. <sighs> yeah, man. Well, well, yeah, let's not go there. No, no. we're not. No, no, no. I no, can't. No. I couldn't possibly. No, no. I'm so no. exhausted. So in advance of... Of Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. I stumbled across Soul Calibur 6 on sale for 20 bucks. Okay. And I was like, damn. That's a pretty good deal. That's not bad. But I haven't played Soul Calibur since pff, Dreamcast. I mean, Last it's been a time long I played time. It, I was Ezio. Which one is that? Ezio. Ezio was a guest character in like four or five. Yikes. Um, but it's. Nice because I'm not going to call Soul Calibur a very technical game. It's a 3D fighter, but but it's 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 easy enough to kind of just jump into and have fun. So I'm like, I'm going to play Mitsurugi because he's got a sword, and I remember enough of him from Dreamcast that it's actually not bad. So for 20 bucks, Soul Calibur six, pretty good. Okay, hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take that. It's got incredibly in depth creative fighter mode. Where, like, the story mode is actually you create your own fighter and you have to go through it. You choose a style of one of the main fighters and then you have to kind of, you kind of fight through it that way. So, uh, I, I picked the Mitsurugi style because I knew how to use, use him a little bit, but I just picked this blandest skeleton I could. And then I called my son over who was turning 13 soon and I had him help me design the skeleton. Okay. And, and now because he's, 12 going on 13, I have the most ridiculous looking, I mean, he, he he's wearing like, like short sweatpants with his ankle sticking out and uh-huh. slippers and a top hat and none of the colors match. He's like, he described it as, it, it, he looks like a grandma skeleton that rolled out of bed and is now going to kick your ass. <laughs> so I normally don't mess with create a character much, but I understand who it's for now because right. I got to see it through the eyes of a kid. It's a 12 year old kid. Fun. Yeah, I mean, it it works. I'm not going to put a whole lot of time into it because MK11 is coming out pretty quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. Like, when is it? Oh, it's later on this month. The twenty twenty third, I think. I think it's the twenty third. Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna get this right here. It is the twenty third. I was right. So yeah, twenty third coming out. Um, they have not yet announced the last couple of characters, but the the trophy and achievements leaked. Um, and Katana is in there, so I'll be all right. I have somebody to play. Jeez, so that's good. Handsome Collection is the number one selling thing on Steam. Are you serious? I'm serious. It wow, is... Well, people are excited for it. Why? How much is it? It won't tell me because I already have it all. Judge me if you will. But it's, it's not like you haven't played them to death and to enjoy them. Death, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> and I almost never do co-op. I never played co-op in Borderlands. It's just as fun. I never understood. I didn't really ever feel the need to. It never was really yeah. that. The shooting was never that hard. Hey, maybe there was like a skill or two. We're like, well, that'd be neat if so. I was playing with someone else. I could do some heals. But other than that, I never. I didn't really notice or miss it. No, no, it was pretty well balanced. Yeah, it worked. It worked on its own. Wow, Borderlands three this year. Rage two this year. Mm-hmm. We got a new Wolfenstein coming out quick. Actually, that Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is coming out quick, and it's cheap. 
It's what not a full priced game. It's like it's 30, 40 bucks? 30 or 40 bucks for the collector, 30 bucks for the regular edition. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, I just hope you can play it single player. Yeah. Um, but I we, bet we you can. You could do Dead Space 3 single player. Yeah. This, I bet. Heck, we, we might get Doom Eternal this year. You so, think so I hope it'd be nice. I would, uh, I'm going to go maybe November for that. If it's that is that's a game that could hold up against the other November releases. Yeah, it could. Because it's Doom. But that's a lot of good shooters this year. Doom Eternal does look pretty sick. Well, yeah, the last Doom was great. The last Doom was fantastic. And they've had, <laughs> what, three years? Was it that long ago now? Yeah, it was. This 2016. <sighs> wow. It's been We're a back. while. All right. Well, we're about yeah. to wrap it up, I think. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> all right. We were talking you, about how many good shooters there you are. You got this important year. work to do. Yeah. Lots of good shooters. Mm-hmm. All right. Like we're just talking about just like, uh, Borderlands is number one thing selling on Steam, and maybe that's why people are pissed. But also, I don't think Borderlands Three is going to miss out in a lot of sales. No. no people I, are like, I, I bet so. you know what? I bet I bet this is no one's really played uh, the pre sequel, and now they're thinking about it. Well. I think a lot of the people. The pre-sequel wasn't bad. Yeah, no, it was I really think, good. The best Vault good. Hunters the game's ever had. Yeah. I didn't really dig the low grav sections of it, but the rest was okay. Oh, I'm going to miss the butt stomp. Yeah. <laughs> just, just <laughs> slamming down, just electricity spreading everywhere and just knocking down everyone's shields. So good. I'm sure there'll, <laughs> Never be, got old. I'm sure there'll be new cool shit to do. Oh, yeah. No, like they, I hope the, the way the visually, the visuals are I hope they put more money into R and D. I hope it's it plays better than it looks. Well, don't you remember they they were showing that they were showing a video a while ago of like all the the graphical over, overhauls they've done. The the guns are all going to be modular now. That sounds fantastic. Sounds oh, cool. like they're taking the best ideas from Destiny, which is just like here's your gun. It's a random roll, but you can tweak things a little bit if you like a little more scope on it. And I'm like that. Thank you. There were so many times I got a gun in Borderlands 2, and I was like, I, I love this, I need a scope on it, or it's useless. And I could do that if I wanted to. And that's the only thing I needed that game to do. I'm still going to like it. Whether I give it like a 70 or a 90, I don't know. We'll see. That's I, what I, I needed think, it to do. I think you'll give it a 100. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the shit out of it <laughs> one way or the other. Unless the writing's gone really downhill. Like well, really Birch is downhill. gone. Yeah, but the pre-sequel was pretty good. That's true. The pre-sequel had some really good dialogue, some really funny stuff in there. And that wasn't Birch either. I think mm-hmm. he cons- I think Birch also consulted a little bit on Tales from the Borderlands. And if they're He did, yeah. Yeah, and man, if they didn't hire those guys to help with Borderlands 3, what are you doing? They, well, a lot I of them like, probably need jobs. Hey, yeah, I feel like they they could use some money. Yeah. Yeah. So by next week, I will have for you the end of Clementine's oh, Saga. I did read a review. And the I last did spoil one? what happened. And I... Shush! Yeah. I just replayed episode one last night because it had been months since I played it before. You will not be disappointed. And I forgot how much better this looks than all the other Telltale games. Yeah, the first one looks real rough. But you know this what? Looks good. It, yeah, it does. It actually, it actually, honestly looks good, and runs well. And I was noticing the other night I was rewatching uh, Spider Verse. A couple of those characters could have fit in a Telltale game, mm, design true. wise. Yeah, yeah that's, no, true. that's true. 
And like, if that movie holds up, those games might hold up too. Well, I don't. I don't okay, well, the, <laughs> about the same frame rate. <laughs> oh yeah. Bro. Yeah. No, the, the character design in, in Spider Verse was excellent, but I don't think that's why the movie was amazing. No, it's just yeah. The game movie is just amazing. So. But I'd like <clears> to <throat> think that the first season, at least, you know, becomes. I hope that gets in the video game Hall of Fame at some time. <sighs> it certainly was a renaissance of a specific yeah. game type. But that, that's the thing is it was the renaissance. It wasn't the originator. Yeah. No. And, and really the originator was like, it's probably already been honored. It's like fucking King's Quest, I guess. Right. I don't know if King's Quest is in yet or not. I don't know. I don't know. They have to but run anyway. out of genre definers eventually. That's true. But, you know, they put in Halo before they put in Half-Life. Like, I don't expect to do? make it in like the next 10 years, but like around that time, though. After that. Got to get some time under it, I suppose. Yeah. All right. It's a, it's a brilliant ending. Of the first one? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, I... Like, better than of the vast majority of the show. I never watched the show at all. And you're not missing out. <laughs> it had me for like two and a half years, and then I, they realized they had no idea what the fuck they were doing, and I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> but they well, had me good for a while. Like, like even Survivor, not, not Survivor, um, um, uh, Castaway, not Castaway, fuck. What? The, Sur- what? the, the, the TV show where the guy's lost on the island. Oh, I forgot lost. the name. Man, lost. Lost. Yeah. Yep. Similar thing, but a lot later. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. That's enough. I think we're done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm sick of Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Alex, thank you for talking. Always. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. What a book.